Welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast. Each week we sit down and discuss our favorite lore topics from within the Destiny universe. Specifically, we intend to take a close look at a specific question that has been nagging us and potentially the Destiny community as a whole. To fulfill that, our discussions tend to assume that you already have some background in the Destiny lore. Despite that, our goal is to be as lighthearted and welcoming to everyone as possible. With that out of the way, let's dive into this week's topic. Excellent. I'm also yes. recording. <laughs> Your mom's okay. recording. Oh, okay. She might be. I don't know. She's not yeah. She's, she is a DVR. She's she's sophisticated. <laughs> Maybe multiple shows that she likes appear at the same time. <laughs> Maybe she's a lady that Do now. that now? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Back of, welcome back to 2003. <laughs> back in my day, they had to record the channel they were watching. <laughs> I will say, I will say, even even with the advent of DVR, I would there would be people who would want to wait till the show was over, or at least like mm-hmm. it, enough into the show so they could skip ads. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of the beginning of a what I think we have now, which is sort of like the streaming mm-hmm. uh, sort of thing, which is like most of the services you can avoid ads in one way or another. So a lot of the shows like are built around like if you actually don't have a break, so it mm-hmm. makes sense uh, for transitions. Um, I was reading about this, and it's it's a it's it's pretty cool. But I I actually miss that time for banter, uh, banter and like running to the bathroom and like what have you, like like uh, because when you had to watch it live and you had like the the commercial break, you could turn to your friend and be like, "Holy shit!" about like what you just saw. <laughs> and you fair. talk about it. You can make like calls and like I don't know. Like I I I don't like watching commercials either, but I like having that time. I realized I missed that. Yeah, I'll piss off Kari. I'll, I'll like pause things sometimes. Be like, I need to talk about this though. <laughs> Those shocking revelations. God did damn you it. see? Did you see the bullet? He is is in his eye. <laughs> he has no eye or brain. He's completely dead. Holy schnackies! All right, all right. So that's that can be our intro. Bit. <laughs> this is this is where we start. Uh, all right. Uh, Welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast, everyone. This is your host, uh, Taylor B. and the Bagels. Howdy. Yes, how do. Um, yeah, uh, this week we have a we have a fun one. It's going to be a a little a, uh, maybe a little bit on the uh, a little bit on the uh, the more the more fun side. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit on the uh, the timely side too, considering that uh, the dawning. <laughs> just came out. Did you see? Did you see the Mirthmobile, the mini, yes, the mini sled? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, as soon as I saw that, though, I immediately thought of Wayne's World. <laughs> and now I'm just trying to find the right shader to give it that combination of door. Like maybe it appears to have the flames over the blue. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what Taylor's about. Um, but yeah, we have we have a fun uh theory this week. Uh, you know. Using that as a segue, uh, the Mirthmobile is found in Eververse, and this week's theory. Well, you know, you know. Actually, this is this is gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Taylor B is out of the driver's seat this week. <laughs> Bagels, will you please yeah. chauffeur us on our way to, you know, crackpot theories in a fictitious universe? Put another shrimp on the Barbie. That's right. <laughs> I, All right. I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yes. So today's question of the day is 
did Fen did uh, Tess Everest kill Fenchurch? And yeah, so basically the basis of this theory is we haven't seen hide nor hair of Fenchurch, at least in any direct notation, uh, since D1. Uh, since the establishment of Eververse, essentially. So if we go back to D1, and we look into like the Silver and the Eververse uh, Grimoire cards, basically we have Tess and Fenchurch meeting up, uh, and starting uh, Eververse on the basis of their Silver Coins. So the Silver Coins uh, are originally Awoken currency, and those currencies are uh, essentially tied to their owner. Uh, basically, I, as I understand that only the owner could use the coin for, uh, as, as a form of currency after it was tied to it, uh, tied to the owner. But both Fenchurch's and Tessa's co silver coins had the same signature. So this led them to believe that they were related in some aspect or, or whatever. Um, so essentially, uh, Tess Everest, as she was already in Awoken, uh, as, as established, and Fenchurch, who was a guardian, specifically a warlock, came to the conclusion that uh, he should adopt the, the uh, Everest last name. So it's actually Fenchurch Everest as well. And in the lore, essentially, Fenchurch, Fenchurch kind of takes in Tess as kind of like a niece type type of thing, is how, how it's kind of looked at. So from there, we've got uh, basically their adventures in starting up Eververse. Uh, Fenchurch is kind of a, a design aficionado and kind of puts together some dance moves and that sort of stuff as <laughs> collects some and, I wanna, and puts them up for sale. I want to add, though, he is like, hey, he is a, what, what's the word when you're, he's stylish? Like he he, he yeah. puts he he's uh, he puts together a multiplicity of things, uh, like that just display creativity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I I find it funny that uh, I I feel like the purchasing of uh of emotes and engrams is almost reminds me of like that scene in the Matrix when when Keanu's like I know kung fu. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 like I visited I visited Eververse one day or opened the right engram and it's like I can do the hustle. You're plugging a cartridge <laughs> into your ghost, and your ghost is immediately implanting that uh, memory into you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Well, but some of them are even funnier. Like, I couldn't do a thumbs up until I spent... Like... <laughs> right? That's, that's what I choose to believe, though. I, the, I, we're, not, we're not very complex beings. We can only do four at a time. That's <laughs> true. Uh, sorry, sorry. No, that's cool. That's cool. Um, and so... Uh, in this way, uh, we, we've come to learn that essentially Fenchurch and Tess seem like they're related, or at least act like they're related uh, from, from there on, and um, they, they seem to have a partnership in, in the form of Eververse for at least the extent of D1. Come D2, we kind of lose track of Fenchurch, and we only really have references to him via idle dialogue from Tess as she's sitting in her Eververse booths, both on the farm and eventually in the tower, after the conclusion of the Vanilla Campaign. And some of that idle dialogue is specifically referencing, I haven't heard from Ben Church in a while, and just things like that. And just, just the continuation of those idle dialogues for 
you know, three, four years, it kind of sparks some questions in, in the mind of what actually happened to Fenchurch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, the, the, it begs the question, what exactly is going on there? It, is Tess no more than she's letting on? What's Did in the box? <laughs> take care of Fenchurch? Take out the trash, so to speak, or something? What's like that? in the box? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, Taylor, do you have any uh, any thoughts on well, that aspect? I mean, so so there there's a lot going on with Fenchurch. He's a warlock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's affiliated with the Vanguard. But I feel all right. So like they say, he's affiliated with the Vanguard. I feel like just given that he has Eververse on the side, he's got to be some kind of like mercenary contractor. There's yeah. no, there's no way he's not charging him some of that sweet, sweet silver. <laughs> you know, he's, he's walking up to the vanguard. He's like, "Hey, man, like, of course you can pay me, like you pay everyone else, but I don't accept the glimmer. I'm gonna need you to buy these tokens. <laughs> <laughs> but you can no, because then you can tap the tokens and you can use the tokens for me. I only accept the tokens if you could well i can sell you as many tokens as you need <laughs> right <laughs> like running your own little scam <laughs> it really <laughs> is it really is <laughs> you're just sitting on all these tokens <laughs> oh you're going to need at least 5000 tokens ooh sorry tokens are only sold in increments of 10000 <laughs> <laughs> Like it's I it, yeah it's 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 a silly 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 imagination that I I just imagine just given given how uh, capitalist they seem to be because like the last city was burned we had to barely escape without powers and Hawthorne had to find a ship for us. Mm-hmm. So that we could like limp without a warp drive all the way back to the farm, and she already had a fucking shop set up, <laughs> right? <laughs> like when we got better. there. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> like she had Eververse box. The tent is still there. She didn't even take the stuff with her. She like let that stuff go. <laughs> I feel like that's when, uh, you know, like when the uh, when, when the U.S. has a bunch of uh, arms and, and other stuff in a uh, in a zone, they'll just like we'll, uh, historically, we a lot of times we've just like abandoned it. <laughs> we have, we don't we don't take it. We're just like, oh, guess all right, <laughs> we'll just get so some what, new ones. Like, hey. <laughs> so what you're saying is, while Fenchurch was powerless due to the traveler being inert, Tess would have had a golden opportunity to take out Fenchurch. Uh, um, um, not only Fenchurch, but his ghosty boy, Neville, which I think mm-hmm. is a great, that is a great, uh, great ghost name. Mm-hmm. Very eccentric. <laughs> I like it. Um, and I, 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 kind of, I kind of dig the, uh, I do dig the, uh, the, uh, sort of like adoptive uncle. Uh, Mochi. yeah, I think, I think that's sweet. Mm-hmm. And I think the idea of them getting in adventures, uh, I will say, Bungie, if and when, if you ever, if you ever hear this, um, uh, it would be super duper cool. I think, uh, like, like, hear me out. 
if you ever do anything with comics with with them to tell those stories, it just has to be free no matter what, given that every other context of them costs money. <laughs> I'm just I'm like I would say that is the that is the most hilarious juxtaposition ever. And I'm just saying like web comics or something. If you print them like, yeah, that's a different story. But you know what I mean? Like get, put it out there. So just kind of thinking about the context there. If if there was some sort of spiff or spat between uh, between the two, and we, as the aforementioned golden opportunity presented itself, uh, so what could cause that spat specifically? And Eververse seems like a golden uh, golden goose, so to speak. If you were to try and collect just money, <laughs> to just getting rid of your partner essentially raises your profits to double <laughs> essentially see uh but see, I, yeah. I i i think it's i think it's much more personal than that oh, okay sure think about it have you ever seen him work the shop not even once it's true not even once she's in there she is she is the shop sure <laughs> i think Although, she was tired of getting taken advantage of Although he, there is references to him going out and collecting, uh, collecting gear or uh, designing gear, um, and collecting like dance moves and that sort of stuff in order to feed into the shop. I will grant him that. So it's not like he's not doing anything in the background. Well, I mean, here's where the ego comes in, right? Though, mm-hmm. your tasks, you're you're working hard day in day out. What's what's Uncle Fenchurch doing? At all times. Oh, he's off gallivanting around. Oh, did you learn a new dance, Uncle Fenchurch? <laughs> oh, how exciting. I was next to the fucking male robot. Again. Hey, leave Katie out of this. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying Katie's great, but I she is not the best conversationalist. Uh, her idle dialogue is very, what I'm going to call, repetitive. In that she'll say the same word a lot of times in a row. <laughs> Though you could say the same for uh, Tess. <laughs> she does say the same dialogue a lot. Yeah, but at least it's more complex. <laughs> it's true. Like, changes as time goes on. She's got that going for her. I'll give her, I'll give her so much credit there. Um, yeah, it's so funny. Like, whenever, whenever, whenever I feel like they, they do more with, with Tess, it's just written down like, oh, yes, here is a month. Like, you know... Um, Here's a free thing to introduce you to Eververse League, like that type of thing. But they actually, there is a there is an actor who plays this person. <laughs> yeah, Claudia Black. Yeah, uh, Morgan from Dragon Age fame, Farscape. Uh huh. Actress. So yeah, she's awesome, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, why I really want this dark thing to be in Bungie's back pocket. I mean, it kind of makes sense from the perspective of at least Morgan. She she definitely would have done a few shady things <laughs> in her past, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well. kind of beyond the scope here. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Well, what do you think? What do you think of that angle, though? Like jealousy, like mad. She's always stuck behind the counter. Never gets to go out into adventures. Never. Never gets the recognition. I guess that, that makes she deserves. a little bit of sense. I, I, I'm hesitant to suggest that she's jealous of Fenchurch because Fenchurch is a guardian. So his going out and finding gear or um, or whatever basically 
he he's a lot he's a lot safer in doing so than Tess, who would obviously be significantly more vulnerable to any sort of enemy of humanity attacking her at any given moment. So I I find it hard to believe that Tess would be straight up jealous of Fenchurch being able to leave the Lost City and finding gear to feed into Eververse. But it's, I, it's I think it's, I think it's the freedom. It's not it's not what he's doing. It's that he's able to do something else. And she I, never gets to stuck there. Yeah, yeah. That's she never point. gets to leave the counter. Sure. Sure, I'll, I'll grant you that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I could see her being jealous of, of that aspect of it. Yeah, um, it's not that I think she's going to go do the same stuff. It's that it's anything but the same damn thing every day. Sure. Sure. She could study dance moves of, of people around this, this last city, too. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't even want to do this business anymore. Maybe she's trapped. She's literally trapped because her uncle is forcing her to do do this job. Is that what you're saying? There's actually a leg trap behind the counter that we can't see. <laughs> she's she's literally tied, tied to the booth. Yeah. It's why she's there at all hours. <laughs> Even Zavala went to his uh, went to his office once. Office, right? Right? Twice. I think he went there twice. Damn. <laughs> that is more office use than any other character. <laughs> okay. So. So yeah. Go ahead. Another thing. It's a small window of when it would have been easiest to kill Fenchurch. Mm-hmm. But, does that mean it's the only time? Because honestly, like, much time as she spends around Guardians and... Like, she has access to the Tower. A lot of regular people don't have that. Um, when it comes to uh, the last city and, and their population. So she might just know that she's got to put down either the ghost first or the ghost... Like, the, make sure the ghost is dead before it can arrest the Guardian again. With that in mind, being able to get close to Fenchurch, like, I think she's got the opportunity. Yeah. And if, if, you know, if, if feeling tied down, feeling used is a, is a, is a good enough motive, then, ooh. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, uh, it's at this point where I have to bring a little bit of a damper to this parade, because I have a couple of contrary thoughts to Fenchurch being dead. <laughs> Despite the fact that we haven't heard from him di- directly, there is a lore book, the Stolen Intelligence lore book, uh, brought to us in the season of The Drifter, specifically referring to... Uh, er- it's it's kind of referring to Eris's involvement in the... What's the lore book that Sabathun... Uh, basically, uh, shoot, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, it's from the Forsaken. The Sabathun does what? Uh, she tries to convince us that Eris is uh, is from Russia, and we really don't know her her background. That sort of thing. Truth, truth to power. That's what it is. Okay. Uh, yep. So, uh, basically, a lot of what the uh, stolen intelligence lore book actually focuses on is trying to decipher whether truth to power has any actual factuality behind it. And Fenchurch, what I would make an argument for, is involved in this lore book. 
Specifically, there are two entries penned by Agent FEN092. So, we really don't have a lot of subjects in the Destiny lore as a whole with FEN in their name. As of now, the only other one that I could find was uh, a fallen, I believe, cap. Or no, not uh, it was a paladin uh, of the Awoken, and he is apparently still alive. Uh, paladin Fen, I believe, was his name. Uh, that was the only other reference that I could find of any anybody named Fen. Uh, not and he's not a guardian, so it kind of eliminates him from being one of the one of the uh, hidden that are involved in the stolen intelligence lore book. The hidden, the hidden aren't only guardians. I don't believe. It's a network of spies. I was under the impression they were all guardians, but I could be wrong about that. Well, I mean, all right. So I guess, like in in my view, it, it, I I think that she does use a lot of guardians. Mm-hmm. for stuff, but I would also argue that it makes sense to have spies from other places, right? True. Like, that's that's what I'm thinking there. Sure. And that, that's a fair point. Um, yeah. I guess... Yeah, that's another layer of... It could be a different different person other than... Uh, other than Fenchurch. Um, but... Um, Basically, the whole whole argument lies within we d- we basically don't have a whole lot of people that are that go by Fen uh, in any sense. So the other characters in this lore book that are referred to uh, are uh, we've got uh, Ikora, I I K O. That's that's almost certainly Ikora. Uh, we've got... It's the Ikelos shotgun. I mean, isn't that obvious? Yeah, right? Agent <laughs> Ikelos got... shotgun, please help. <laughs> we've got Anora involved, AUN-326. Um, there's there's a couple other ones in here that um, I'm drawing a blank on, but I believe are also uh, established characters in the lore. So, it, basically, the, the, the three characters at the beginning of the agent's name appear to be directly tied to the first three characters of the actual hidden member's name. That seems to be how their their code works for this. That's not a very good code. I know. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you. but <laughs> That's actually a pretty bad code. I didn't even have to think about it. <laughs> but it seems to be how it works. I'll, I'll say that much. That's, that's awful, though. Why? No. You should... Bungie, I mean, I get that you you didn't want us to, like, you know, you didn't want us to break out the abacus to solve this one, but, I mean, I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. It, it, <laughs> I think it's to make it seem like it's a, written like a report, uh, That that's kind of the concept, uh, without, like, making it entirely too difficult to figure out who the, the major players are in, in these, these stories, but, uh... So it's yeah. it's it's the hidden's QuickBooks, Just... <laughs> more or less. <laughs> All right. But uh, Fenchurch, if if it's him, pops up a, a couple times here. 
uh, specifically in reference to researching Eris's past and ARI-223 is specifically who's referred to in the lore book. Uh, almost certainly Eris, because I believe that this in, the majority of this lore book is about, again, deciphering Eris's past and reference to the stolen intelligence, or the uh, Truth to Power lore book. Um, and past that, uh, that's that's the one entry in, uh, that is forgeries. The other entry is fragment, where the FEN-092 agent basically wakes up to a thrall, which he promptly kills, finds a black fragment that, uh, on the moon, and we later realize is tied to the, uh, the uh, darkness pyramid that is on the moon. There's a, the black fragment essentially gives him hallucination, uh, and the ghost is unable to create a light link with it, uh, basically saying that it's probably of the darkness, is kind of the hint that they're trying to give you right there. So, all in all, basically what I'm trying to argue here is that this this agent, uh, we don't know that they're a warlock for sure. Uh, I don't think that's established anywhere in here. But just based on how their code tends to work, and uh, basically what we know about Fenchurch to this point. It seems like it very well could be him. I can't... Uh, there's not a whole lot of uh, additional evidence in here to really point to that. But it's... It, it seems to at least give a strong indication that that's the case. So, if that's the case, then he's not dead. <laughs> um, there, I really can't find any other reference to Fenchurch in the modern lore. Uh, just other than Tess calling out for him in the middle of the the, the tower. So, <laughs> yeah, and and to that point, to that point, um, y- yeah, I mean, if if that is Fenchurch and not someone else, mm-hmm. which I guess we, I, I'm not saying it, you know, there's anyone else I think it could be, but like just in case, um. They they choose not to use uh, that character. Because you know how sometimes they keep those characters separate? Sure. sure. Yeah. Um, so just in case uh, they decide later that that's someone else. I think right now that's a pretty reasonable call that that would be Fen. But he's also interacted with the pyramid. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, which which is a scary, a scary thing that... I, as far as I know, we were the only ones meant to have done at all, or maybe like it, like, I don't know, maybe it messed with him, uh, but like, I, I believe we're like the only thing to get that close to, uh, such a big arbiter of darkness. You know what I mean? Um, I was going completely crazy. He didn't directly interact with the pyramid. He just interacted with the shard that the thrall was carrying around in, a, in its body. Um, apparently, the thrall was somehow affected by by the shard because the, the thrall didn't actively attack him. It just kind of sat there outside his tent when he woke up, and he came out and shouted in the head and was analyzing the shard until he eventually picked it up um, and had a hallucination from it. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> I like to think he saw Vanilla. Uh, he saw Eris, specifically. Ooh. Eris and number VIP 0704, uh, who is currently suspected to be Mara, uh, at least from the communities that I've looked into on this. Only the person you haven't seen so far? <laughs> well, in, in a long while? So, um, yeah, basically they were both... I, I, it might be in reference to the Sleepless rocket launcher, uh, specifically, where Mara basically destroys a pyramid ship. That's basically what the modern interpretation of that, that lore bit is, but uh, kind of outside the, the realm of this discussion here, and I, I didn't do a whole lot of research into that specific concept. Well, too but bad, it, Bagels. That's specifically what I want the rest of this episode <laughs> to focus on. <laughs> it's too bad that you weren't prepared. <laughs> Prepare to go down. <laughs> How did you know I was going to go in that direction? Uh, you know, it's... You had so many rights that as soon as I sensed the weakness, and by that I mean you openly just saying you weren't prepared. Mm, okay. That's when, I, that's when I chose to pounce, because <laughs> I'm a very crafty opponent and rival. <laughs> And I think I think we all know that I've got to exploit your weaknesses if I'm going to keep up. Otherwise, what kind of anime rival am I? <laughs> I, I guess you wouldn't be one. That's, I wouldn't be. Yeah, it's a fair point. I can't Which argue with other, that. Well, like, like, and I don't like. What's the point? <laughs> if you, I mean, you call that living? Okay. <laughs> um. Sorry, don't mean to derail us. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, more, more seriously, though, I uh, that that th- that is really interesting. We can put a pin in that because I, uh... yeah, yeah. Scribe, scribe, scribing. Yes, scribe it to the scribe, please, scribe. <laughs> I'm just gonna use scribe as many times incorrectly in sentences as I can, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna mix it in with left. like I'm gonna pepper it in with correct times. You'll never be quite sure. Like, I think you just said it too many times, but I don't feel like listening that much to confirm. (laughs) I've come too far to rewind. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I, 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 I could agree with that. So, conversely though, without her having done it directly... I think she could also easily set him up to die. Okay. Well, all right. So she could she could have him go to pick something up somewhere because she does still coordinate a lot of their like uh, you know buying and selling of like a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff that they have. Uh, yep. You know, she keeps the books, and so you know, another opportunity she could have though, instead of you know doing it herself, which you know that'd be cold. It's I, I mean like you know plotting murder is still cold but like also the murder part is cold it's like stacking coldness <laughs> coldness buff um, <laughs> but uh, I would say my only point there is that she could just set him up to die send him sure. to go pick something up someplace that she knows from all the gossip that she hears in the little tower square there. <laughs> 
Sir. You gotta think, she has survived... She has survived two towers getting attacked. Yeah. She set up at the farm and didn't even have to, like, she's just like, oh, I don't even need this stuff. This stuff, this wasn't even good stuff. I'm gonna go get better stuff. (laughs) She was pretty quick on the draw to take advantage of the situation set up right on the farm where all the guardians apparently were going to show up unbeknownst to us. (laughs) Right? How did she know? We were, I mean, we weren't the only one. There, it was a little bit of a convoy going over there, if if we all if we all recall. So like, I'll, I'll I'll give it that much. But like, what are the fucking odds? Literally, there's bodies everywhere. If I remember that scene, where Eververse was before, is getting bombarded by the Red Legion, and Zavala has to pop his like everlasting bub. Uh, while uh, while we defend wave after wave of their own men uh, before we uh, dip off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. More or less. Yeah, the, the whole thing. And she's just, like, already like, ooh, yeah, no, that's weird. It, 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 I think she had to have escaped beforehand. So she knew about the Cabal attacking? Is that what you're Maybe. Well, I don't know. All right, so, 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 so. I think in the gossip ring. Mm-hmm. I think because everyone else is caught off guard. They're already like right on top of us mm-hmm. in, in that cutscene. I don't think she's anywhere to be seen, if I recall correctly. Not that yeah. anyone's focused on her, but nowhere mm-hmm. to be seen. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me the day the fucking cabal attack was the one fucking day she didn't have to be at the counter? fair really (laughs) (laughs) so what we've established here is Tess is clearly in cahoots with the the cabal specifically Gaul and (laughs) and therefore she would do about the advance uh, the attack in advance and set up Tess or set up Fenchurch to be killed in the ensuing chaos, so that she could firmly she could establish that. herself as the sole proprietor of Eververse, and yeah, go from there. Uh, well, I, I mean, that's that's one way. <laughs> also, after he's you know a little crazy from hallucinating, maybe she sends him. Oh yeah, just go over, go over here. It the, this is where it's picked up. Oh yeah, I know the moon's a little scary, but you'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's nothing. There's nothing. Red Castle. Yeah, that's a landmark. You're gonna want meet them there. <laughs> oh my! And she'd be way more convincing too, because she would have to say it with an English accent. True. Which, as we all know, uh, yeah, every everyone, everyone from the UK, and then everyone who can do an English accent, you're automatically more convincing than me specifically. I imagine this is just like a Looney Tunes episode now, where she got a box labeled Acme. 
<laughs> planted it, planted some sort of bomb next to an artifact, and and Fenchurch just not being able to resist the artifact goes right up to it, and actually, and actually, while he kills Fenchurch this time, <laughs> I would, uh, <laughs> I would accept that, but it could also be like a spy versus spy thing. Like she's been trying to kill him this whole time. Every time he goes and get a dance, or every time he's going to do something, she's been trying to like set him up, and he's like keeps like missing him barely. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> then again, then again. Conversely, what if he hated always having to go out and do stuff just cuz he's a guardian and can die air quotes. What if he made a play on her and she had to defend herself? It's possible. If he could have the same be subject to the same motivations that she would, that being he's jealous of not of having to do all the dangerous work um, and her being safe in the tower all the time, or maybe he was, just wants more money. I, I think, I think he just time. wants to hang out in the tower and design emotes and shaders. Sure. I think that's I think, his true passion. I also think he could probably do that if he wanted to. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> uh, I don't know, Bagel, so this is, uh, <laughs> this is very correct, but, um, but that, I would say that's, that's very much me turning it, that, that's me, that's me, that's me spinning that foil as thin as she'll go. I think uh, that's fair. Spinning that foil, uh, definitely, definitely turning it up to 11. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, how about you, Buckaroo, if you had to just squeeze the most you could out of this to, to, to make it work. What, what sort of mental gymnastics can you, can you do to have Tess murdering Fenchurch, the guardian, the warlock? (laughs) I would have to believe that Fenchurch did something either against their perceived common ancestry through the Awoken, uh, to either bring shame to, what they perceive as to be their family, or something similar to that, because uh, they they both believe they're they're of the same an- ancestry to some some extent. So if if Tess, who actually remembers that past, was somehow offended by an action that that Fenchurch took, uh, basically he killed some somebody awoken, some, something like that, um, that would result in her being so distraught that she would seek seek out to kill him. Eh, sure, I could see that. So, something like that happening. I mean... She, has, she just needs a motive. She does have the opportunity and and uh, probably the means if she can get to, the, get to his ghost first. Um, but yeah. I guess, I mean... Hmm. I don't... Because does she really have that much of a connection to the Awoken? I know that's how they connected, but... I, I, I don't know. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of Tessa's backstory, to, to be honest. We just know that she's an Awoken in the last city, mm-hmm. pretty much, mm-hmm. when, we, when we meet her for the first time. Like I said, I'm, I'm stretching this pretty thin myself, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I... Hmm. Hmm. I, I think I, what we're going to struggle with here is to find any motive that's really going to drive Tess 
to the extent that she would actively try to kill. What if it was by accident? What if she had like one of those bum engrams? <laughs> one of those ones from the uh, yeah picking campaign. From, yeah, how to kick engrams that fall off. Yeah, imagine if these got back to the tower. What if one did? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. What if it was something stupid like that, and they're just like both dead? <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh no! Oh no!" Bro, oh no! Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> Just complete accident. Oh my god! <laughs> complete, complete accident. Or if it's like something, yeah, yeah. That's 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 the other one. <laughs> I guess oh, murder has to be well, actually, because the theory is just to test kill. Fenchurch. Mm-hmm. Murder murder needs a motive, but killing doesn't. <laughs> killing can be accidental. It's true. It's very true. Ooh, I like this. What <laughs> if she, like, sat on his ghost and he just, like, fell off the tower? <laughs> like, he was he was showing off he was showing off to the other guardians how you, like, swan dive off the tower and she just, like, sat on Neville and he's just crushed now. <laughs> like, oh no, no, oh no. <laughs> How could these totally independent events could have coincidentally happened at the same exact moment? Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> oh no, Neville, oh no, fa- oh no! <laughs> oh my god. That's right. No. I... That's right. That's right. He, yeah, is, I... he was testing out a bungee jumping emote and his cord was too long. <laughs> and then she accidentally... Uh, <laughs> turned on the microwave while Neville was trying to fix it. Just put in just put in her soup without looking. Should have invested in that uh that patent pending Eververse microwave shielding shell. Right? Right? I'm just I'm just saying accidental killing is still killing. And that's fair. It's entirely fair. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Yeah. I well, I think I'm about ready to, to wrap this one up. I I I feel pretty strongly. We we've, we've spun this foil as far as we can spin I, a foil. I, I think so. <laughs> How many foils could one spin? <laughs> um. All right. Uh. Final score, Monsignor. I'm gonna give it about a. Three point one four uh, bright engrams. It's there's a little bit of a hint of plausibility there, but there's there's not a whole lot to tie tie together the concept that Tess would actively kill Fenchurch. I think it's more likely that Fenchurch is just off off having adventures for the for the hidden under the direction of Ikora. And therefore, that's why we haven't hid, hid, uh, heard from him because he's hidden. <laughs> Literally, we're not supposed to hear anything about him because their activities are supposed to be covert and therefore uh, off off the record for the most part. And we just we happen to get uh, our hands on one little bit of stolen intelligence. But I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it. 1990 Roger Wilco's a la Space Quest because that's how ridiculous it would probably have to be 
in the most realistic fashion for me. Yeah. She if if she if she if she space janitored her way like to, to accidentally murdering Fenchurch, I'm actually here for it. I think that might be the most plausible like plausible way that Fenchurch yeah. dies on the tests. Yeah. Like Fenchurch Fenchurch and Neville were both hanging out at that piece of the tower that got exploded. <laughs> Doing something for her. Could you please just please get that thing in the back? Like, okay, like, come on, Neville, like, help me. I need some light back here. And then kerplam! Just won't even let him look at the uh, <laughs> the Almighty. Jeez. I would. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um. Yeah, I think I think with that. Um. You know, for me, shoutouts this week. Uh, we got the holidays uh, here mm-hmm. in the U.S. Um, I think, I think, uh, you know, we're already in the midst of it. Actually, holiday seasons already already began. Um, so yeah, happy happy holidays to everyone celebrating, soon to be celebrating. Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, uh, you know, uh, preemptively, if you don't if you don't get a chance to listen to us before before then, uh, I think I think we're planning to uh, to stay on. Stay on task for you uh, next week, but uh, you know, just in case. Um, happy happy holidays and uh, stay safe. I know a lot of people. If you're like me, uh, your traveling plans got canceled this year. But uh, you know, it's in the end, you're doing the right thing because you're trying to keep the people you care about as safe as they can be. So good on you. Stay safe, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Uh, Bagels, you got any shoutouts? Yeah, uh, I, I want to go on a little bit of a, uh, I guess, tangent for myself. To, typically, I try to keep these a little, little bit more general, but uh, big big shout-out to the Iowa State Cyclones, because they're on their way to the Big 12 championship game. And hopefully, by the time this releases, they won that and have their first ever Big 12 championship title. So... I'm gonna celebrate if that happens personally. <laughs> but All right. uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm pretty excited, and um, I'm hoping game goes really well. Even if they don't win, I'm I'm pretty excited. So for those of you who don't know, Bagels is from Iowa. I am indeed. Yeah, Bagels. <laughs> I hear Iowa's flat. Like, if you open your door, can you just see all the way to the state line? It's almost true. It's just so flat. <laughs> it's pretty flat. You can just see. It's not quite as flat as Nebraska, at least the um, the eastern portion of Nebraska. Yeah, ooh, Nebraska, <laughs> Nebraska. I I've seen I've seen like film of from like some movies that like uh, tangentially like took took place out there, and it it's just so like I keep thinking it's camera tricks. They're like, no, it's actually that flat. <laughs> it's like holy shit. Really I'm from a hilly area, so like yeah, like uh, for the, for people who don't know, like northern northern Virginia into uh into Washington, even it's it, it's a it's a it's a hilly place. Like I were, we're not um, we're not the flattest area of the country. So it's what it's thing is your hill people. Uh no, we're actually on a swamp. We're swamp people here in the city. Yeah, D- DC DC's over a a dredge swamp. Um, it's it's really funny. So the uh, the Capitol building, the part of it that faces the National Mall is actually the back of it. Uh, when it was built, there was no way to develop the city over the uh, the marshlands like that so uh they they thought it was the city was going to expand in the other direction 
because that was the more solid ground. Sure. And then obviously things changed, but uh, but yeah, so that's that's a fun fact. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. Well, bagels. Uh, you know, good good luck to your to your team. Go squad. <laughs> uh, I hope you win at sport. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm familiar with basketball. I uh, and uh, and so yeah, good 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 luck. Um, and yeah, everyone else, uh, like we say, stay safe. We'll we'll catch you guys next time. Uh, bye bye. Bye. That's the end of this week's topic. But be sure to check out our past and future episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. If you have any questions about this week's topic, want to discuss Destiny lore with us, or if you just feel like reaching out to us, you can find us on Twitter at SpinfoilTheory, or you can email us via SpinfoilTheory at gmail.com. Thanks for listening! The Lore Network.